This is Thursday, May 13th. Now, for many of us, foods convey deep associations. Chicken soup takes me back to my parents' home growing up. My mom would make chicken soup to nurse us back from sickness. Even now, this food reminds me of care and nurture. Then there's pound cake, the sign of a birthday celebration at our home with this homemade tasty treat that often served with strawberries. My grandmother, we called her Nana, had the best recipe, and she passed her instructions along to our mom. Holidays for us were special times for sharing food. It seemed like the flavors came alive as family favorites were prepared and shared around the family dinner table. Even the vegetable casseroles were delectable, the sweet potatoes, the cream corn, and the green beans as well. Now, I imagine all of us have these associations. A whiff of one of these recipes transports you back to those special times and places and people. Now, what Scripture tells us is that God gave us such a savor, such savory food so that we might think of Him, the one that provides us each meal. Think of olive oil, real butter, the rich kind that comes from New Zealand, farm-fresh eggs, the ones with the brown shells, thick-cut cured bacon or salmon, whole milk, chocolate, the dark and rich kind. Now here's our text for today. Psalm 34, verse 4 to 8. I sought the Lord, and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant. Their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Don't you love that last verse? Yes, when we think about the power of foods, we think about that which is rich, life-giving, and that gives joy. How can we not think of God? When a friend of mine, Ray Kanata, moved to New Orleans to replant a congregation dispersed after Hurricane Katrina, he was right away struck with the French Cajun culture of the city. How could he get to know and understand the people and the culture? He decided to eat at every non-chain restaurant in the city, where he would have the chance to meet the people, sample the food, and get the heartbeat of New Orleans. He made the decision before learning there were more than 700 restaurants. But being the person he is, dialed into details and commitments, he set off on a journey that would take him to every neighborhood and subculture of his new city. He tasted New Orleans, you might say, and he loved what he found. Along the way, Punch Magazine made a movie about Ray entitled The Man Who Ate New Orleans. Here's what Ray would tell us about his city. Taste and see. That's exactly what David did, and it's why he wrote these words about God. Food points us to the God that made it and provided it, for, provided it to us. In the same way that some foods take us back home, like Nana's pound cake and my mom's chicken soup. The question is, have we tasted in this way? I think Ray enjoyed his journey because he saw, he saw that it was a journey. It was intentional. 
Soon the meals he enjoyed taught him about his new city, and along the way the city shaped his life. I think God means to do this in us, through food. He wants to look, us to learn about Him, and for His love to shape our lives. Now you might ask what this has to do with nutrition. I think it's the most important thing. It shows your connection to the Lord Himself, that the purpose of these lives we live is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. As we better understand the connection between food and God, we'll better be able to understand the place of food in our lives. Now let me tell you what happened to Ray. It took him a few years to finish his quest, but he saved a restaurant for the last, and when he shared, which he shared with some of his closest friends, he called this his last supper. It reminded me of Jesus and his last supper, where the meal of the Passover became the celebration of the gifts and goodness of God. And that's our goal with every meal, to taste and see that the Lord is good, and day after day put our trust in Him. Let's pray. Lord God, you've wired smells and tastes so deeply into our minds that they leave an almost indelible imprint. Help us to remember your goodness with every bite of food we take. Help us also to see that we're tasting of your goodness each day we live. Give us wisdom today as we order our meal times. Help us to be intentional in eating wisely and in always looking to you. For we pray in your name. Amen.